Hi, this is Megan Whitmer. And this is Amanda Gardner. And this is the Creative Oracle. Hi, Amanda. Hey, hey. How are nice you? to talk to you. Yeah, you too. How are you holding up? <laughs> living the dream, Megan. <laughs> I am living the dream. I don't think I have changed my fuzzy sweatshirt for three days. In fact, that's actually been my quarantine wardrobe is I bought a bunch of like fluffy, fuzzy Muppet sweaters from Target about like in the middle of winter because I love being warm. Yeah, <laughs> like, of course. I'm, if I'm cold, I'm in physical pain. So I bought all of these like fluffy, ugly Muppet sweaters. My husband calls them Muppet sweaters because <laughs> they look like I'm a Muppet and matching pants. And I've been wearing those most days. And um, oh, yeah, that's uh, yeah. Like I said, living the dream, wearing the Muppet clothes and uh, taking it not just day by day, but hour by hour. And how are you? I'm good. I was just thinking this morning when I was getting dressed, I was like, I wonder when I'm going to wear jeans again. Right. When is that going to be a thing? <laughs> I don't know. When are you going to get fancy? I'm get not, fancy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I do, I am wearing different pajamas every day, but they are still pajamas. Right. Right. I mean, it's yeah. varied, but it's still pajamas. In fact, I think I tagged you in something this morning. Like there was this cute fashion blogger and she's like, Hey, you know, mix it up in, in April. If you're at home, like, I'll give you some guidance as to what to wear every day, like a little theme, like, oh, today's yes. a nautical theme. And I was like, oh, I love that idea. And then I woke up today being like, I don't want to put on a skirt. Are you kidding no. me? <laughs> you no. did tag me in it. And I think that was my thought was like, I really love this idea. And I would love it if the world was normal and I was getting dressed every day. Yep. But like, I'm not. Nope. But otherwise, you know, I love clothes. I love style. I like getting creative with what I'm wearing. So in a normal world, I would have loved to do that with you. But absolutely. In this world, I'm like, I don't know. Like I like the idea of still getting up and trying to be cute every day in yeah. theory. But I just don't. It's like I don't have the energy for it right now. <laughs> so a few years ago, oh God, it's actually more than a few years ago. I'm dating myself. Back when I was teaching, one of the teachers had the greatest idea and she was so cute. She always dressed great. She grabbed me and a couple of girls and said, let's have themed clothing weeks because I don't know what to wear anymore. I'm bored with my wardrobe and this will make us cycle through things. And we had so much fun. One week was stripe week and every single day we had to wear something that had stripes and it was so fun. The next oh, week I really was like, love okay, that. find something every day um, where you're wearing a primary color. Um, okay. This week is fun earrings week. And it was like I used clothes that I hadn't used in years and it made me really cycle through everything I wore. So I would love to do something like that at some point when I'm getting out of the house. Yeah. I really do like that idea. It was fun. I like the idea of getting like some sort of challenge out of your wardrobe. <laughs> yeah. I did a challenge with my wardrobe for anybody who follows me on Instagram. I love spooky things and Halloween's my favorite holiday. And I live near Salem, Massachusetts, where the witch trials were. I mentioned that in the last episode. And so for the month of October, I wore nothing but spooky related clothing. And it was so much fun. Like, it was really impressive. I love Halloween too. And I was still yeah. like, wow, she has a really large collection of Halloween clothing. Well, Halloween is your birthday, which is my favorite fact about you yes. because it's my favorite holiday and it's my favorite person so oh my god <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
How amazing is that? Yeah. So I wore a spooky um, something or other every single day. And I had to stretch it some days. There were some days where I'm like, well, green spooky, right? (laughs) (laughs) I guess. It's the color of monsters. Right. I mean, slime. Sure. No. But yeah, um, I think that I would love to do once the world is turning again, like, hey, it's stripe week or it's um, it's gray pant week. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I'll it doesn't do it with sound you. that creative right now. But uh, maybe we can get our <laughs> listeners in on it and we can all have some fun. Uh, oh, yeah. I would love that. Wardrobes. Yeah. Just not now. Just like. No. It'll just be our way to celebrate life returning to normal, which oh. I have complete faith will happen. Oh, yeah. At some point. <laughs> at some point. Probably. In the future. So. Last week's card was the one about, it was turquoise, which was about changing perspective and storytelling and, and all that jazz. How did that manifest in your, in your day-to-day life? So I had talked about um, using that to help me in the story that I'm working on um, as far as having the um, characters like thinking of the different perspectives they have on the story, because I have been thinking when I was working on the story, I had been thinking about it from a big, huge overall standpoint of how all of their lives fit together. Because I was thinking about, you know, when you first start working on a story and you're just worrying about the main plot points. Mm. Um, But that, you know, it becomes more interesting when you add in all the subplots and the little tangents that happen um, when you're not planning on them. And so it was good for me to spend a little time thinking about each of the characters and their unique perspectives. Um, Love it. So I can figure out like what is going to make the story just better than it would have been, you know, more interesting. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, um, I sort of took this advice in the direction of the people I'm interacting with daily, i.e. my family. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to see everything from their perspectives. Like my kids are going a little batshit. But here's the thing, like they haven't seen their friends who are like their yeah. lifeline and the only physical activity, like they're, they can't ride bikes with their friends. They're just stuck with the four siblings. And, you know, I have to see things like my, my son's perspective, he's four and, you know, he's, he called me his favorite teacher today and it was like, <laughs> oh, I guess I am his teacher yeah. I'm everybody's teacher. Yeah. And um, I'm trying to see things from other people's perspectives. And that helps inform my reality. And I think it, it made things a little bit, there was a lot of sympathy. Yeah. I think it's good to, um, with my kids, they're a little bit older than yours, but like, yeah. if I can remind them of the idea that there are different perspectives on this, you know, like, right. Hey, this could be a lot worse. None of us are sick right now. No one that we know and are close to is sick right now. Like there are lots of things that could be worse. We are still allowed to leave the house and go to the grocery store. I mean, the girls and I haven't, but my husband has, you know, like there's things that we've done that, you know, in some places people can't even do that anymore. So I keep trying to tell them to, you know, find the bright side because, and you know, it's hard. (laughs) Sometimes it's hard, especially for kids because they don't, they don't have that big worldview. It's true. It's true. Um, you know, and I, I have reminded them that this is not easy for mommy either, you know, mommy oh, yeah. used to teach high school and you know, you guys don't, um, exactly want to learn about adverbs and, mm-hmm. uh, 
it's just not your thing and mm-hmm. mommy doesn't know fifth grade division because she hasn't had to use it in everyday life kind of thing you know oh my gosh yeah seventh grade math is going to be the death of me I, I don't understand I don't like, even want to think about it well and they just don't they don't do math the way that we learned math right. and so that is even more frustrating because they have to do it the way they've been taught or they yeah. get it wrong. Even if the answer is right, they get it wrong. And I can't show your work. Yeah. And I can't help because I don't know how they do it. Right. <laughs> Just like, I don't know why. Right. Right. Uh, it makes me crazy. I say, ask dad. And then he's on his own. Yeah. <laughs> you I'm... can ask me to like read your essays or how to exactly. interpret, you know, a book, but, um, And, you know, I don't want to, like, reinforce the stereotype of, like, women not being into math and science. But, like, dude, I'm not. I, like, I. No. It's not my writers. So, it's, like, that's not a female stereotype. It's just that we are actually writers. So, words and (laughs) English, like, those are our things. And that's okay. They are. are. Um, I wonder if I could ever get creative with math. (laughs) Like, I mean. I don't even want to try. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's not my thing. Um, but I hope it's other people's thing. I just, yeah. um, thank God for those people. Right. Right. They're very important. Very, very important. Um, well, I'm glad that that card, you know, meant some stuff to you and, and to me. And, uh, what deck do you have for us today? So today I'm going to use, um, Rebecca Campbell's work your light deck. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. And we've talked about this deck, but we haven't used it yet. And it is, Still my favorite of the two that I have. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Rebecca Campbell, her decks are just absolutely beautiful. Gorgeous. And I mean, if nothing else, it's just the artwork. I'm just like, oh. And anytime I post them on Instagram, people always comment or message me. And they're like, what deck is that? It's beautiful. And I'm like, I know. Super beautiful. That's the one I'm going to go with. All right. I'm just sort of shuffling through them right now. Do you have any kind of shuffling method, Megan? Um, I generally will just sort of, I, I don't know. I constantly keep messing with them until I, if I feel like I got unfocused while I was shuffling, then it's like, I keep shuffling till I can tell I'm good and focused on it, you know? Right. Right. And then I'll usually divide it into three tiles and then sort of stack them back together and then cut it. I like it. I like it. That's my strategy. There you go. I'm going to pull us a card for all of us just to sort of be like, what is it that we need to know? Right. Right. Okay, so the card that I got, oh, I love this one, especially in the time that we're in. Um, Priestess. It says, how are you being called to step up and lead? Wow. I know, especially right now. Interesting. I feel like we say that every time, but, like, that's what Oracle cards are like. Man, they're always relevant. You can always make it work. Always. Okay. All right, let me look at the book. Yes, let's hear. Okay. This is funny. The very first sentence is going to make you laugh. Okay. The priestess is a teacher. Ah! <laughs> that was a genuine reaction. I know. Dedicated to service, freedom, and leadership. You don't need to have it all together to lead. In fact, it helps if you don't. No one wants a perfect angel who hasn't made any mistakes. Yes. Wow. Let your life be your message. Don't underestimate the power of sharing your story. It's by hearing someone else's journey that we feel less alone. We realize that we're actually all in this thing called life together. The difference between a follower and a leader is that a leader has the courage to go first. In stepping out, they shine a light on the path for others to venture forward to. Don't fret too much about trying to work out who, you're, who is your tribe. Don't get stuck in age, income, hobbies, or occupation. The best way to discover your tribe is to look in the mirror. 
if you feel called to lead, chances are it is because at some point in your life, you longed for someone to lead you. Oh, I love that. Oh. Your, your tribe are longing for exactly the same thing as you were and are and might only be one step behind you. Hell, they may even be right alongside you. You don't need anyone's permission, just the courage to stand up. Embrace your struggles, the peaks, the trials. You don't need to know the way. Just believe that there might be a different one. Your tribe is waiting for you to step forward so they can find you. I love that. You don't need to know the way. Just believe there might be a different one. Ugh. Like, oh my God. I actually like, I was like absorbing all of that so much. Like I felt like it was all nuggets of wisdom after nuggets of wisdom. Like it was a yeah. box. It was an eight pack of nuggets. Like there were so many nuggets. <laughs> um, wow. There was a lot to unpack there. Um, but you know what? I kept thinking the whole time. This what? is why we're doing this podcast. This is why we're doing this podcast. Absolutely. This would be like, especially, you know, as I keep saying, and I tell people when they ask me about the podcast, I'm always like, look, Amanda knows this stuff. I don't actually know it all as well as she does. I'm still learning. I learned so much from you. And then I'm like, but it's not really about. No, it's not. I was just about being to correct an expert. you. I'm like, I'm not going to correct you on the podcast, but no, no, no. No. <laughs> but it's also just like, it doesn't matter. That's not the point. Right. It's not that you're out here supposed to be this gleaming example of everything that is correct <laughs> like oh that's God. not what it is God, if anybody who knew me heard you call me a gleaming example <laughs> of all that's correct like what but it's also like what it's about is that we want to be a gleaming example of that it's okay to not be right all the time oh my god yes yes, yes. and that no one's going to attack you for it this card is something else um i think that this card resonates with me because I've seen people who are natural leaders and they have said things that have resonated so much that it has made me speak out more and use mm -hmm. my voice more and get out of that comfort zone. Somebody told me, so the other day I was um, approached by a couple people on the same day um, to, to, speak up and do more meditations and talk more about meditation. So I'm a meditation teacher and I do speak, I speak around the country on meditation, mindfulness, self-care, all those, th all those things. Um, but it was all on the same day and it was, it was just as the, the wall started to sort of close around us uh, with this whole virus thing. And I've recently accepted several jobs to uh, teach meditation classes and People need that kind of calm right now. And if I hadn't seen other people stepping up and leading, I don't know if I would be able to do it right now. But I am shouting from the rooftops that people need to clear their minds so that they can take care of their bodies. Because if our minds are stressed, our bodies and our cortisol and all of the chemicals in our body are not serving us and keeping us well. And that's oh, yeah. where my mind went. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about and it, this goes along with what you're saying. But, you know, one of the points it makes is that um, oftentimes a leader is just the person who has who has the courage to go first. Yeah. And you shine a light on the path for others to come forward. So I think a lot of the times when you're like you can feel that that you're being called to lead, but it's terrifying to step up. And I think it, you just have to remember, like, you're not going to step up there alone. Like there are people who need you to do that and they're going to be glad that you did and they'll be with you, you know hundred um, percent. But taking that first step can feel so terrifying. Absolutely. I love the visuals you had there of like yeah. the first one down the path with like the, the flashlight. Like I saw that so clearly and it's like, yeah, that is what 
a priestess would do, you know, like just leader, leader as in like holding the space for people. And, you know, as you know, I, I did my yoga teacher training a few years ago and never really wanted to teach a typical type of yoga, but I wanted to hold space for people. I wanted to be a person that people could look to for, these types of healing. And, you know, I teach mm-hmm. yin yoga, which is a very slow meditative yoga for the joints and the fascia. It's not like, like there are no down dogs in my class ever, but I feel like half of what I do, like, yes, I show people poses, but the other half is just like creating an environment for them to rest and heal. And for oh, me, yeah. that's leadership. Absolutely. You know, well, because again, like just as it talked about at the beginning where it's like, um, you don't have to have it all together to lead. Um, and kind of what we were saying is like, you don't have to be this expert to be a leader. Right. You just have to be someone who's willing to like, kind of be there to take care of people, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and you know, this card, I, I mentioned yoga before, but this sort of opens up from a creative perspective. We've, we talk a lot about writing. But as a yoga teacher and a meditation teacher, those are creative outlets for me as well. Like, how am I going to do this sequence? How am I going to word this meditation? How am I going to modulate my voice so that it's calming, you know? And so there are, I think that this helps me touch into, there are so many more ways that creators create that are not your typical, like I paint, I sculpt. There's so much depth to the creator. And I think creators are leaders. I think that that creators are natural leaders, even though a lot of us tend to be introverts. I am not. I'm an extrovert. But I think if you're creating something, there is a call to an audience. And Mm -hmm. I think that that call wakes up a lot of artists. Like if you've ever seen a painting that moved you so much that you wanted to paint, if you've ever read a book that you love so much, it made you want to write it. That's what I'm talking about with leadership among creatives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just the bravery it takes, I think mm. to love something so much that you want to create and then taking that next step to, to do it and to understand that it's okay if it isn't perfect. That's not the point. Right. Yeah, I really love it. This is such a good card. It's a great, great, great card. Um, I feel like at the end of those, isn't there like a little question or is there anything? Oh, yeah, yeah. So it says, work your light inquiry. Um, How are you being called to step up and lead? Mm -hmm. How can you be the leader you wish you had? Oh, that's a good one. How can you be the leader you wish you had? Wow. Mm hmm. I think by continuing to speak up for me, it's continuing to speak up even when I'm self-conscious. Like I never used to do Instagram stories, but I have so much to say. And so I'm getting on there and I'm a little self-conscious. Like you guys, I have not been dressing up as, as we discussed the Muppet sweaters before. I'm not dressing (laughs) up. I'm not doing makeup. My hair extensions are out because they were getting janky and I do not look Instagram ready people. I don't look like I am here for my close up, if you know what I mean. But <laughs> the content of what I have to say, I believe is important. And so I'm having to overcome the fact that like, damn, you can see my pores really hardcore in this light and all these things. Yeah. So that I can get my message out and just say what I feel people need to hear. Yeah. I feel like I have been really lucky to kind of cultivate this really great 
group of people on um, just on social media in general, Instagram and Twitter, although Twitter, I'm not as active anymore. Um, But it's just like, I know who they are and I know what they expect from me. Like I know that they're not going to be surprised if they see me all dressed up or in my pajamas because I'm just as likely to talk to them (laughs) either way. And I'm always real big on, um, and I, I think sometimes this is, this is like a defense mechanism, but it's like, I will point out my flaws first. Um, <laughs> so that I'm like, let's get this off the table. We all know that I look ridiculous right now, that kind of thing. Oh. So you don't have to be thinking about it, but it's like, um, I think in a lot of ways, like that willingness to be vulnerable is something that I always appreciate in other people. Yeah. Um, and so I always try to model that myself just to be like, it's okay. Nobody has to put on a show for anybody. We're all just here (laughs) and none of us are perfect. Right. We can lead without putting on a show. Right. Yeah. It doesn't have to be filtered. Not everything's a filter. Wow. I think that's, that's one little, uh, nugget I'm going to put. I keep saying nugget today. Uh, (laughs) someone's hungry Um, oh my god I've been eating so much but it's okay I need to take what feels good and sometimes feeling good is eating healthy I got a healthy lunch and sometimes feeling good is like making that recipe you sent me I haven't made it yet but I'm dying to make it and it's a cinnamon swirl banana bread you guys holy crap look it up on Pinterest it's incredible my God, like I, I haven't made it yet because I know that it's going to like be my only recreational activity in the evening. Um, <laughs> I feel like <laughs> next time I make it, I want to put cinnamon chips in it just to really oh. drive it home. You know, may as well. I just mean, go I don't have that in my pantry. Cinnamon chips. Mm-hmm. You can order them from Amazon. <laughs> I've been ordering less. Like I'm trying to um, eat what we have and then just get produce mm-hmm. delivered so we don't eat meat. Um, so I have a pantry full of like pasta and beans and rice and all these things. And then I get produce delivered weekly and that's it. So like chips, I, I would have to go to the grocery store and I'm not planning on that right now. No. But, well, we'll just keep it in mind. I'll remind you okay, later. You know what? Save Send me mind. very, very graphic photos of these chips in the bread. Like I want like <laughs> real close up. Yeah. Chips. It'll be the sexiest food porn <laughs> For real. that I've ever shot. And I've taken lots of great food porn pictures, but that'll be the best. I mean, pizza. I know. It's my job. Well, yeah. All right, you guys. So let's think about this card. Um, How are you being called to step up and lead um, in your own creative lives and your creative communities? And then let us know about it. Let us know, like, what you think about this card and if it stayed in your head. Exactly. I really like how, as I move through the rest of the week, these cards will pop in my head and I'll be like, Oh yeah, Amanda and I talked about that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, right. You can find me at, uh, Amanda S Gardner. And I am on Instagram as Megan underscore Whitmer. And you can leave us a voicemail for the podcast, or you can just leave us a comment on any of our posts and talk about it. We always love to talk about it. We're super into all of this stuff. And it's just so fun to get to talk to people who are also into it. We love it. We love it. And thank you guys for listening, subscribing, sharing, all of the things. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Leave us a rating. Leave us a review. Everything we do or everything you do helps us get seen by more people. And so we're excited about growing this little community we've got. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Amanda. Thank you, Megan. It was wonderful as always. 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 See you next week. Okay. Bye.